Hello, my name is Matthew Pfeiffer. Welcome back to the Matt Pfeiffer Experience. We upload new episodes every Monday and also every Friday. We talk about self-development. We talk about toxic relationships, and I am looking forward to having this conversation with you. So today we're talking about the difference between toxic and healthy love. Oftentimes people get the two confused. They oftentimes when I'm talking to someone and when I'm meeting with people, they will say that they don't even know the difference, that they've never experienced what it's like to be in love with someone in a healthy way. And this is something that's very common because sometimes when people meet meet someone who is narcissistic or toxic, oftentimes they meet them when they're very young or they get into a repetitive cycle. And we're going to talk about some of the reasons why that is. We're also going to be talking about some of the things that people look at in relationships that people think that are green flags and they are actually red flags. And let's let's jump right into that. So let's talk about number one, the number one sign or the differences between a toxic relationship, toxic love and healthy love is chemistry versus stability. Oftentimes when people meet someone for the first time, especially those first couple of dates, those first two or three dates, people will oftentimes say the words, I feel so much chemistry and that I feel butterflies. Chemistry in a relationship, especially if you come up from a from a toxic or chaotic upbringing, it's actually a red flag, not a green flag. One of the things I tell people who I work with oftentimes is that when we very first meet someone, we have that excitement where we feel like like we can't lose this person. We have this overwhelming chemistry. We have this over. It's okay to be excited about. It. Everyone's going to be excited about meeting someone new and that sort of thing. It's very flattering. However, when it's this overwhelming chemistry, we have to understand that it's likely that you're starting to get addicted to someone who is very unhealthy for you. And it's, and also the reason why there's so much chemistry in the beginning is because you it's familiar. You recognize and you, you feel comfortable with that person because they remind you of something from your past. And that's the reason why it is so important for us to understand that if we've come from a toxic or chaotic upbringing, it's very important for us to know that because guess what? The reality of it is is that if you're going to meet someone that's going to be healthy, then when you very first meet them, it's going to be very stable, which for people who are healing from a toxic relationship, guess what that means? It's going to feel very boring in the beginning. One of the things that happens for people who are coming out of a toxic relationship and moving into more of a healthy dynamic is that they think that that's boring and they think they don't have a connection. You hear people say that all the time. I just don't have a connection with this person. What's happening is that you just don't know what peace feels like. We need to exchange the words boredom for peace. You don't know the difference because, again, you've grown up and you've been in chaos for so long that the chemistry feels like that's the connection and that's not. We, have, we oftentimes put an over-reliance on, on the, the chemistry and on the connection when in all reality, guess what? That's something that can develop over time. One of the things I tell people that I work with is that when, when they're dating, when they say that, that first date is boring, I actually encourage them to go on another date. Unless there's just, you know, absolutely, you're just not even attracted to that person or, or whatever. But one of the things I, I encourage them to go on that second date, we have to understand that the connection can develop over time. I always compare it to desserts and vegetables. 
When you very first see a, a dessert, you cannot wait to eat it. You can't wait to eat your favorite cookies. You can't wait to eat your favorite cake. But guess what? If you eat it and you eat it too fast, guess what? You regret it later. It doesn't feel so good going down later. It doesn't feel so good once you get home and once it's time for bed and that sort of thing. But when you look at vegetables, it's not as exciting in the beginning. But it is something that is very maintainable and sustainable over a longer period of time. And that's very much the same way whenever you're whenever you're on the dating scene. And that's the difference between chemistry and stability. The second thing that we need to be paying attention to when we're on the uh, on the dating scene and we're trying to figure out if a relationship is turning toxic or if it is genuine is are we being isolated or is there independence in this relationship? One of the things that happens oftentimes is that we, we, when you're in an unhealthy relationship is that they start to pull you away from your friends and they start to pull you away from your family. And it tends to happen slowly over time. For the ladies out there, you might hear from a gentleman that says that all your friends are whores, all your friends are this, all your friends are that. For, for the guys, all your friends are cheaters, all your friends are, are dogs, all your friends are this. And they give these reasons, and they sound reasonable in the beginning, especially when you care about the person. This is the reason why it's so important for us to go slow. And they, they end up pulling you away from your friends. They end up pulling you away from your family. They'll oftentimes, especially if your family sees how toxic the relationship is in the beginning, and they start to say something to you, oftentimes you might go back to that person and you might say to them, my family sees it, my family sees what you're doing, my family, and, and you might say this with, with good intent, that thinking that if if other people see their bad behavior, then it's going to correct the behavior, but it's not. And then what happens is that they typically say things like your family's jealous. They just don't want us to see us together. And before you know it, you are away from your whole support system, your friends, you're away from your family. And one of the things that we have to understand is that in a healthy relationship, there should be balance. And so if we're going to find balance, that means there should be some levels of independence and individuality that we're not losing ourselves within this relationship. One of the things when I don't do couples work anymore, but when I, when I did, one of the things that we talked about all the time was the, the fact that it's important for us to have relationships outside of our romantic relation. We need to have our own friends that are a part, that are considered our friends. It's important for us to also have friends that are mutual friends, that are friends of the couples and, the, and your partner should have their own friend dynamic and for us to be able to, to find balance. And this actually makes the, the relationship stronger. But people who are toxic, people who are narcissistic, People who are deeply, deeply insecure will look at relationships outside of the outside of the romantic relationship as a threat. And this is the reason why they will pull you away. And oftentimes it will turn into isolation. Number three is jealousy. This is one that's big when we're talking about toxic relationship and we have to talk about the difference between jealousy. And when someone just has genuine, genuine concern, we have to understand that jealousy despite the way that people think about it and despite the stigma around it, jealousy is a normal and can be, stressing the word can be, a healthy emotion. Guess what? Even in a healthy relationship, there's going to be jealousy from time to time. It is a way for us to assess risk in our relationship, to assess whether or not someone has the potential of trying to pull our partner away that's distracting our partner, or maybe our partner really actually is getting distracted. But what happens in a toxic relationship is that that jealousy 
becomes very, very intense. You're going to hear me talking about intensity a lot here throughout the rest of the video. And that jealousy, the problem is, is that in a, in a healthy relationship, you have the ability to bring up the jealousy and the concern to your partner and in a healthy relationship. And let's say that no one's cheating or anything like that. You have the ability to reassure your partner by talking things through, by setting new and enforcing new boundaries with that person. And in the end, guess what? Both partners with that reassurance feel comfortable. The problem in a toxic relationship is that there's nothing you can do to reassure them. You can show them your phone. It's not enough reassurance. You can show them, you can give them all the passwords that, that you want. Guess what? It's not going to be reassurance. You can introduce them. You can take them any and everywhere with you. It's not going to be reassuring to them. They're always going to find something to make it even more intense. And they just will not let things go because the problem is not just that other people, they think that everything is a threat. And the problem is that oftentimes that they have deeper rooted insecurities deep-rooted trust issues. Number four is the belittling. And so people oftentimes will confuse this if they don't understand these dynamics, that people think that being, being belittled in a relationship is banter. And this is where they get confused between toxic and healthy love. It is very normal and is very healthy to, be, to tease your partner, to, to have playful banter, and I can make a strong argument that not only is uh, that it is normal, but it's actually very healthy for people to be able to play and to have fun and to banter. Uh, guess what? Even in front of other people, oftentimes we talk about not embarrassing people in front of in front of their friends and in front of their family. But the, the difference is that when we're talking about a healthy, stable love, guess what? You know your limits. You're not doing this to embarrass your partner. You're not doing this to bring them down. You're not doing this to hurt them. And you know your limits and they know their limits. They know the things that they can joke about in front of people. They know the things that they can joke about behind closed doors. They also know your insecurities. It's also important that we have to understand that it's also important for us to allow for vulnerability here because healthy people will know their limits and not go there. And even if they do by mistake, guess what? There's going to be a, an apology and guess what? They're not going to do it anymore. When we're talking about a toxic level of bantering, what that is, is belittling, where there's much more intention to actually to cause an embarrassment, to cause pain, to cause shame, to bring you down. The reason why is because don't forget, people are toxic, people are narcissistic. There's deep roots of insecurity. So what does that mean? That when, let's say that you're the center of attention, they feel like they, they have to belittle you. They have to bring you down. Because if you are on some sort of pedestal, if you're at the center of attention, now that's a threat to them. Then now all of a sudden they feel like they need to belittle you. They have to knock you off your pedestal. You have, they have to knock you off your high horse. Sometimes they might even actually say this. And there is intentions to hurt. And you notice that even if you bring it to their attention, even if there's an apology, guess what? They don't stop doing it. They continuously embarrass you in public. They embarrass you in front of your friends. They embarrass you in front of your family doesn't matter because the reality of it is, is that the, the uh, it's not venturing, it's belittling. So it's not about you. It's also not about the partnership. It is all about them. The number five thing that we need to pay attention to is that we start to notice that this relationship is not kind. It's actually manipulative. 
that we have to understand that that when we're dealing with someone who's toxic, that we for a lot of people after you leave a toxic relationship and you meet someone that's healthy, you might even notice that you you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And a lot of times people will, will literally say that I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. The reason why is that when when you're in a toxic relationship, no, they're not actually being kind. They're not actually being nice. One of the things I tell people is that the, the nice that you saw was really just a bad in disguise, that the times that they're telling you, the, the times that they're offering you things, uh, get, or the times that they're buying you gifts, oftentimes there's strings attached to it. And so there's there's an expectation whenever you're in a toxic relationship, there's an expectation that when when you or they give, that there's going to be something that's going to be given in return every single time. And yes, in a healthy relationship, that there's going to be some give and take. However, there's not really going to be as much expectation. It just naturally happens. And so when we're talking about a healthy relationship, the, the kindness that you experience in a healthy relationship is genuine. When they buy you a coffee or when they buy you a gift or when they do things for you, or when they take you out, there's not going to be an expectation in return. Is there going to be a return eventually? Sure, because there's going to be a natural give and take in a relationship. There's not going to be this demand for an expectation for a need to be fulfilled because they just want to care for you and they want to care about you. And so the kindness that you experience is, is just very genuine. And the last one is honesty versus volatility. When you're dealing in a toxic relationship, it is very volatile. And when they when they are being honest, oftentimes that honesty isn't true honesty and it leads to even more confusion because the honesty oftentimes is more manipulation, is more gaslighting. Oftentimes, even if they are being honest, it's only half truths. Sometimes it's outright lies. You might even experience situations where you're kind of questioning whether or not this person is being truthful. We have to understand that oftentimes, most of the time, when someone's being true, when someone's being honest, we may not like the honesty. We may not like the things that we're hearing, but it's not confusing. And, and there's a lot of gaslighting that's attached to it. And it's oftentimes very volatile whenever they're, whenever they're being honest and whenever they're being quote unquote open. I'm using that very generically because they're not actually being open. It's usually with a lot of hostility. When we're talking about a healthy relationship, the honesty comes with a lot of openness. Even if the person is being honest about something that you don't like to hear, they, they're they still being very direct. It's not very confusing. Again, you may not like what they're saying, but that there's a very there's big difference between not liking what they're saying and being confused about what is being said. And so the honesty that comes in a healthy relationship comes with a lot more openness and a lot more vulnerability. Thank you very much for, for joining. Thank you very much for listening to the Matt Pfeiffer experience. We upload every Monday and every Friday. Don't forget, you can listen to and watch the live version of this whenever I have a guest on, on YouTube. Make sure you guys check that out. That's every Wednesday evening. 9 p.m. Central. So make sure you adjust that to whatever time zone that you are in. I appreciate each and every one of you. With all that being said, thank you guys very much. And I will talk to you guys next week.